They're not gonna trick us again, Dad. There's no time travel in this movie. I promise. I promise. But here's Phoebe Waller Bridges on a World War II bomber jet. Well, Phoebe Waller Bridges, God. <laughs> like, why I'm going to see the film. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, with some CGI de-aging effects, I'm one of your hosts, Dan Ryan, yeah. uh, joined, as always, by my co-host. Now we're supporting Lady Gaga's Bloody Mary. You're a few <laughs> years too late, TikTok. I was there at the conception. Of course. And I'll be there till the end. But the TikTokers have discovered Repo, apparently. Yeah, they have so, too. Uh, yeah. Zydrate comes in a little glass vial. Yeah. A little glass vial. We knew that of that. We knew about that too long ago. That's what we can ask. Sarah That's Brightman, ask. another phantom connection on the horizon. <laughs> it all interlocks, Dan. Synchronicities are uh, piling up. But uh, how have you been? Any life-adjacent anime, video game specific news to share well i don't know if i would if i would rate this as a news heavy week but it was a goober heavy week we yes. got a lot of goober things to talk about yes we did um i mean i am excited to get into today the the, the content of today's episode because mm -hmm. i i you know it, it's heating up believe it or not we only have two more jojo's episodes mm -hmm. after that and so two we're more orons as well yeah. we're we're both respectively you know getting to the finish with both of these so they're coming to a climax mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah i i would not say say it was an exciting week i've just been playing some pokemons mm -hmm. um watching uh some shows that we will discuss uh -huh. um and struggling with art but i'll get into that in our tangent uh -huh. um but uh but yeah I, I i i do think that because technically uh time wise it happened first mm -hmm. uh that last week's post podcast viewing was disenchanted. Oh my god, I completely erased it from my mind, but you are correct, yes. Well, I'm bringing it right back. Oh my god, Dan. And can I say, I hate to offend, worst Disney movie yet. <laughs> yeah. We, it's not good. We had a few chortles about that movie. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh... We should we should have included that as like a bonus feature for that. Mm -hmm. for yeah, last we should have week's. had another two hour long episode on that. You should have stayed later that day. Because yeesh is all I can say. It was not good, audience. Um, as much as we love Amy Adams, her filmography is definitely on a downward trend ever since uh, Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of stuck there. I feel bad. She's the nicest lady in Hollywood, apparently. Yeah, and she's Lois Lane. Yeah, but... uh, even Maya Rudolph and company. They had like Gemma. They had um, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown in there. James Mardison is just a cardboard cutout in this film. Patrick Dempsey looks old. <laughs> and they are... And that's like... It's a lot to unpack, but that's that's a thing there, is that they, they had that, uh, that, that Gemma woman that you mentioned, yeah. and they had Yvette Nicole Brown... Mm -hmm. And they are, well, they are the characters that we would play. They yeah, are the they're like the evil stepsister type stooges. Yeah, like, they're yeah, the, but yeah. both of them get, vi like, Yvette Nicole Brown, for being Yvette Nicole Brown, gets nothing to no, do. No, no one gets anything to chew. And then they give uh, Dempsey this, like, um, midlife crisis plotline. With no budget. Yeah. Like and he, then... No, no, continue. continue. He he goes to, to like fight a dragon because he's looking for a quest, and they can't afford to yeah. they can't afford to animate the dragon mm. in that part. So he's doing like a like a theme park ride is broken. There's Was fire. There no medieval out times hole. adjacent. Yeah, yeah. It was strange. And the first one's so good. It is. So. It felt a little disheartening to watch that. It was dis- I was disenchanted, definitely. Well, and it's one of those those things where, like, I mean, I guess the first time that they did it with the first Enchanted, it felt, like, special. It felt yeah. like a- Unique. 
Yeah, but now it's like, I don't know, I think we've like hit a point where, I it could be just me, but it feels like they put less effort into like the animated part this time. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the first Disenchanted had like actual Disney like studio animation. animation, and this would look like a cheaper version. Of it looked that, like yeah. Flash, it but looked like it, a... it wasn't bad. It was just it didn't feel right to me. Yeah, it it fe- it felt it felt cheaper, mm-hmm. and we had like hyper realistic Adina Menzel, and, and they couldn't decide on a villain. Couldn't decide on the villain. There were two. I mean, that's the plot that there's two villains in this town. Villains can only be one thing, and then Amy Adams' acting was off for me. Yeah. This was... Everyone was tired. Yeah, everyone was tired. Except for Adina Menzel, who got the stupidest song in Eight Again. Just like that new Cinderella reboot. Yes. <laughs> where she learned to play the piano and, like, rocks on the piano for her number. It's literally the best part of that movie, Cinderella. And it's stupid Memories Are Magic Megan is the <laughs> the song. Yeah. That they edit out Megan in, like, the official version of it. But it was dumb. Yeah. Very, very dumb. It was. It was. It was. It was kind of. Disappointing. We had that scroll. That scroll that infuriated you. Oh yeah, that one gave me chest pains. Yeah. That was. I thought that was gonna be like a Popeye thing where we it was like some law was gonna come into play, but no. No. It, no. Again, but we 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 did a script doctoring, if anything, <laughs> like Wonder Woman, <laughs> and and yeah, there's so many ways that it could have gotten. You had a you had a lawyer who wasn't sure if he wanted to remain a lawyer, and then your other character is a, is a wise-cracking contract? Yeah, look, do it, something with that. I've, I've played itself. enough Phoenix Wright to know what to do here. Yeah, just, like, he becomes his assistant at the law firm or yeah. something. According to this clause, and then uh, my Rudolph can be like, the only clause I believe in is Santa. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we came up with a few bangers. Yeah. They're lost to time now, but we... We, we, I, I mean, we. I mean, we would have been handed that that, that Oscar if we were put in charge of this movie. But it, it it just it didn't happen. No, they didn't. They didn't take advantage of anything they no. could have done. They couldn't even get the original girl. They had her in the titles. Like I can't imagine that original girl was like, no, I won't do it. Yeah, they they got this new girl who's fine. Like fine. like bless her, she tries. She has all these numbers for no reason. But then they have to give the younger girl credit because she's in the stupid memory bubbles. Yeah, because yeah. they use footage from the first movie as flashbacks, yeah. so they still have to pay that one. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's very bizarre because everyone's checked out. Yeah, but still, you know, they yeah. had to make weird, like creative decisions, and 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 again, they casted people and gave them nothing to do. Like yeah. Oscar from The Office is there, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be like the evil mirror, but he's only on screen for like four minutes, yeah. so we only ever see him like. Making coffee and then looking at his face. Yeah, and, and I there's forgot no other... completely who he was, and you had to point out that Oscar was voicing the mirror, too. Yeah, it, it was... was very strange. It felt like Hocus Pocus 2, except Hocus Pocus 2 has the best opening scene in any movie I've seen in the past few years. Yeah, as you stated. Uh, I... Like, we'll, we'll literally sit down after this and we'll just watch the opening scene. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hannah Waddingham is a bird. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cuckoo crazy. But, 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 yeah, uh, yeah no, no, no pizza slices for, 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 uh, Disenchanted. No, that was. No, that's not good. Maybe someday, Sinister mm. Six. <sighs> when, maybe. when the, when yeah. the, uh. When enough time passes, when we can heal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start off with TV. Mm-hmm. If that's okay with you. I have to issue a public apology. Another one. <laughs> oh my. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I did talk about Mike Flanagan's Midnight Club. Which mm. officially got cancelled this week. There will be no season two. That's even, right. Even though it was planned, and Mike Flanagan, the genius he is, said, I had a whole roadmap for this, for season two. 
and he wrote everything he was planning to do, and it sounded genuinely charming, fun, and Mike Flanagan-esque. It sounded like more of the same, so it was like a teen-adjacent property Mm -hmm. that's based on these books that I never read, and I know I'm going to get lambasted by the fans who, who read these books, but every episode they tell a story pertaining to a real book that this actual author wrote. Mm-hmm. And he spoiled everything. He's like, oh, I had loose connections to this season. It was all going to wrap back around in Mike Flanagan style. So I want to say I'm sorry. Watch The Midnight Club and then read his Tumblr post or whatever he shared this week. Mm-hmm. Because it, I, I was like, oh, all right, you would have won me back over if there was a season two. But Netflix said no, even though people watched it. I don't get the Netflix algorithm. I don't understand what they're doing here. They'll tease a second season that people will actually watch. Apparently it's based on... if. They finish the series and how quickly they finish the series. I don't know. It it does not make a whole lot of sense. They seem... But it remains to be seen whether or not it's a hard and fast rule because quote-unquote networks have technically had those for a long time. I mean, famously and controversially, Disney had the... Like, the the three-season X amount of episode limit even mm-hmm. for things like Kim Possible and... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a few of their other, like, heyday early 2000s shows mm-hmm. had to stop at a certain point, because mm-hmm. it's like, you hit syndication and then you stop. And then Netflix, at some point, I guess, had decided that that based on whatever algorithm they use, that it's like, season one, good for marketing, season two, 50% okay for marketing, and then the drop-off for three could be too steep to justify it. Mm-hmm. So, like, like not. E- I don't even know if it's in a viewership sense, just yeah. in, like, a hype sense. Yeah. Like, how can we get subscribers from mm-hmm. this? It could also be that Mike Flanagan, I think he signed a picture deal or a network deal with someone else I was reading, too. Yeah. But it won't be continuing at Netflix, and I doubt it will be continuing somewhere else, because it's kind of in that limbo. Yeah. But, you know, I would have liked to see it, and I'm sorry for all the negative things I said about it. Yeah. No, I... I don't I, think they were that negative, but it no, just wasn't I, my I think favorite. you recommended watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, all Mike Flanagan properties I recommend watching. Mm-hmm. That was just the weakest for me, personally. Um, want to talk about Wednesday? I do want to talk about Wednesday. I finished it in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you go first. Um, I finished it uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if I'm not the target audience, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pleasant, fun, throwback-feeling, goofy little series. Mm-hmm. It's got problems. Yes. Um, it's got, like, sometimes, especially considering it's a Tim Burton property, it's got, like, these weird... And I... I, I because this is... Uh, I think this came up while we were watching Disenchanted, but uh, I, I, I did see the... All of the um, Descendants movies, and it gives you, off. You have, certain... You're a stronger man than I'll ever be, Dan. I and and regardless of their cringe, they are what they are. But the it's at times the this Wednesday series gave off vibes similar to that. Like it's I... like characters mm-hmm. say things like they just express how they're what they're supposed to be doing, or you know, it's like oh, werewolves are so yesterday, then mm-hmm. blah blah blah, you know, like things like that. But again, we're not the target audience. We are. Grown-ass men and well, Pokemon fans. <laughs> I, listen, Pokemon fan, don't put words in my all mouth. Right, all right, right, all right. I got words to share with you a little bit later on now that all you brought right, that up, right, too. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be considered a fan of Pokemon lately. Um, but I think we are. The t- I am the target demographic. They have a lot of my actors there mm-hmm. uh, for fun. I consider myself an Adams 
Whoever did the soundtrack should be paid highly, because mm-hmm. I love the score, I love the songs that they picked, I love the little references they had through the music here. Gwendolyn Christie's having a fun time. She is. Well, not at the end of the season, but <laughs> she's having a fun time nonetheless. Yeah. On Netflix, on This and the Sandman, I like to, I love to see her. Um, I think it, whenever, I think we can consider ourselves Adams Family fans through no, and through. No, 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 no. Yeah. I need to state that. Yeah. We are definitely yeah. Adams Family As fans. is everyone who's from New Jersey, because they're like our champions. They <laughs> they're are. the ones who they made are. it out. Yeah. And that's, that's like the, um, that's a key factor. Yeah. I, I think in terms of like, when our generation grew up watching reruns of stuff, like mm-hmm. be it Nick at Night or other shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could fall into the Adams Family camp or the Munsters and camp. And I like both because the Munsters has Yvonne, uh, Yvonne DiCarlo, who was Broadway legend in the original cast of Follies. But that's just, that's just well, me. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really yeah. I really wanted to talk about this because mm-hmm. uh, I, I have seen more episodes of the old... Like, I, I think I was a more consistent viewer for the old Adams Family show. Mm. But... The Munsters had a few banger episodes. Oh, definitely, yeah. They both were fine. Like, to have two horror family properties, not really competing against one another, no. but in the same space. Yeah. And succeeding both. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, poo-poo either one of them. Yeah. Because they're, they're different. They're yeah. different enough that, uh, you know, but Except like... Except that new Munsters movie. I haven't seen that yet. I did. I'm, I'm not even bothered through that to... yet. Yeah. Uh, that, that's on the list somewhere so down I'm not, the line. Yeah, I'm not recommending that. But the yeah. old Munsters and the old Adams family, I mean, there was... There was one. There's one episode of the Munsters where uh, Herman, the Frankenstein guy, yes. gets Frank captured. Win, Come on, he he <laughs> gets captured by like um the like a like a U.S. Army submarine because he's out like fishing or something and he falls off the boat and then and then they think he's like a like a Russian monster sent mm-hmm. to come get them or like a some kind of secret weapon and mm-hmm. it was actually an episode about dealing with prejudice. Like, it was yeah. a whole thing, like, fearing what's different and, mm-hmm. like, jumping to conclusions. Yeah. And... So, again, like, surprising bangers of episodes. Yeah. Uh, but the, the Adams like, Family yeah. has those movies. The movies, Barry yeah. Soddenfeld, who also was had a hand in Disenchanted, which uh, filled me with dread. It, oh, it, yeah. Yeah. He usually turns to gold everything that I love in cinema and film and, and TV, but... Uh, they had the movies, which were a constant presence in my life. The humor there, mm-hmm. the actors, the choices, all great. We get a very positive environment with the Adams family. Mm-hmm. That they may be dark on the outside, but they're actually really loving on the inside. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just felt good. Wednesday felt similar to me. Uh, I do not like CW Fair, mm-hmm. though I've tried. I've tried that new Sabrina. I would have tried that Powerpuff Girls abomination. Should it have ever come to light? Well, we would watch that just because it was Powerpuff Girl. Oh I, my gosh. I, we would have uh, had I, to have dabbled in that. I think I've seen an odd episode of Gossip Girl. Um, and the OC used to be on CW. I know you're a Smallville stan. Oh, no. That, that's yeah. what I, That's literally what I was going to say. Like, yeah. the only time I have dabbled in CW was, was yeah. Smallville, and I got burned. Yeah. And our friend Gabe, who tentatively will be on our Christmas episode, also big CW head. That's his go-to mm-hmm. TV. But I just can't do it, Dan. But this I could. Yeah. This was not bad enough, but I felt a little dirty watching it. There are problems. Um, some plot lines are just iffy to me. Mm-hmm. I think there could have been a, a lesbian relationship between Wednesday and Enid. Well, uh, Jenna Ortega said that in yeah. a perfect world, she would. Yeah, yeah, I think that could have tied things up a little bit neater. I thought the uh, the villain, even though there's so many... The, the term villain's being thrown around on Twitter... 
mm-hmm. um, on who they thought the villain of this series was. And I thought they were completely off on that. It was a little bit obvious to me, but I don't know. I solved <laughs> uh, Death on the Nile real quick, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, in terms of this Wednesday season, I, I did solve that too. Yeah. But again, that's not that's not a, that's not a big brain. Thing. I'm just like, I'm like, okay. I hope that this because ha- it seems like this guy is giving off worse vibes mm-hmm. than this other guy is, mm-hmm. and then that was that was how I came to that. Yeah. It wasn't like a yeah. you know, it wasn't like five D chess. It was just kind of like, um, you know, I was I was I was pleased with it. I think yeah. it, it had dips, mm-hmm. and I think that it could have been shorter. It could have been a little mini series, probably. Yeah, yeah. A little season one. I, and, uh, I don't know what they're going to do for a season two, but it beats Stranger Things in the streaming department. Yes. So as far as I we guarantee know, yeah. you it's getting a season two. And I'll be There's happy with no that. There's no way. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Cousin It didn't show up yet. That's right. That's right, yeah. Dan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Grandma didn't show up? Grandma's dead. She is? Yeah. Were you listening? It's in like the first few episodes. They said Grandma died. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they won't have Carol Kane <laughs> come back. Maybe as a ghost. Yeah, that that, that could happen. Yeah. yeah, I forget. We're in this dumb universe. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, they create a mm-hmm. plot hook for season two right in yeah. the last five minutes of the... Mm-hmm. Which is which is which is odd, and that's I, I would count that as one of the dips, but thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly recommend it. Yeah. I just hope that it knows when to end, if to yeah. end. Yeah. And they do well in season two because it's a it's a little universe they're expanding here, yeah, in a different location, which I like. But well, and I understand, uh, like like one like people were arguing about a lot of casting stuff, but oh, I like the casting. The casting's fine. I'm not I'm not complaining about that. We will always we will always uh, you know Raul Julia will always be oh, our uh, favorite. Well, I mean, yeah, but without a doubt, great job. Great job all but, around. Catherine Zeta-Jones did did well, succeeding Angelica Houston. Yeah, and and oh no, I think she did perfect. Yeah. And 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 Louise Guzman looks like mm-hmm. he looks like yeah. how Gomez looks in the comic. And like they the give Gomez series. an edge. Yeah, he yeah. he's been stockier. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I think I think in the comics they're all because I mean, obviously they're all drawn in like uh, like care like exaggerated mm-hmm. features but yeah he's, that edward gory style raul julia was much hotter oh, than gomez ever was but raul julia could be in anything yeah and eat eat anything uh, m bison yeah so oh my gosh mac the knife <sighs> you know and even and you know and there, there was also um about the guy playing uh uncle fester uh um is isn't that um uh, oh my god what's his name no i i forgot his name too I, snl guy SN, uh, fred armison fred armison there we go um but even then his his vibe is similar to the adams family show mm-hmm. like his like that was what fester was mm-hmm. uh, like he was just a shifty yeah like like larcenist and, and, and mm-hmm. like he wasn't like christopher lloyd brought a lot you know, different stuff to that character made yeah. him stand out a little bit more. But I think in the original, he was just like a, a shifty uncle. That yeah. was it. And so. I have to give, you know, anyone who plays Wednesday kudos because to play a deadpan character mm-hmm. solidly, like you can't really show emotion while showing emotion. Yeah. Super tough to do. Yeah. So her and Christina Ricci, who is here as well. Very fun casting going on here. Yeah, someone, someone on TikTok went through and uh jenna ortega only blinks nine times 
Yeah. On camera. I, I love that though. Yeah. It's yeah. it's that's very it's cool. Good. It's yeah. good. It's like the Angelica Houston sidelight in the movies. Yeah. Where they gave her sidelight just on the eyes in every scene. Like, how perfect is that? No, it's that, perfect. That's it great cinema perfect. right there. Yeah, well, Wednesday, watch it. And don't feel bad if you don't like CW shows. That's my my two cents. No, I have I have no stake in that. Yeah. Smallville burned <laughs> me to an extent that mm-hmm. I I, I I don't know, that was, that for me, that was a lost experience before Lost. Oof. That was, I stuck through Smallville for its entirety, and I have never regretted anything <laughs> more than that. No, so, je regrette rien. That was, yeah. oh my god. Which they opened the season of Wednesday on. I was like, oh, we're putting an Edith Piaf song here? Great! Yeah, yeah. Love that! Even though Bloody Mary isn't featured, I'm glad TikTok discovered that song to put over images of Jenna Ortega at the prom. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. And maybe Gaga will have a cameo in season two. I could see she that. Could, she's filming Joker that. right now, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> for lady. Well, she's locked herself up in an insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, to inhabit the character, yeah. Yeah, she went to the uh, malignant abandoned asylum oh, to go. <laughs> malignant. That that's similar vibes to this. <laughs> um. Mm. Small recommendation. Mm. Unironic. Small recommendation in terms of like. Kitty Family Fair, the Netflix uh, Scrooge A Christmas Carol. I've seen this sexy Scrooge singing on my TikTok. I haven't watched it yet. Probably closer to the season. Yeah. Um, I will watch it, but what did you think, Dan? I thought it was unironically pretty great. Wow. I love A Christmas Carol. Yeah. I've said this before. Well, I could play every character and you could be Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. No, but that... That would That's be a, our dream movie. That would be a, no. That it's currently on Broadway. One character Christmas Carol. Then we should go. It's only until Christmas, though. I, without a doubt, of all the potential projects that we could leverage this podcast for, yeah. that exact scenario yeah. would be would be the dream. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, a Christmas Carol is probably one of my favorite stories of I'm all time. I'm around with me too. So I, I've seen every version, just as you. Just mm-hmm. like I'm, just like you. You're just like me. Yeah. We we both seen all those versions. Mm-hmm. Love them all in their own ways. Uh, but this this was this was unironically good. It was the songs are surprisingly quality. Yeah. The animation looks. I, I I mean, it's a little I I guess stiffer compared to I, I don't know something like I don't know like DreamWorks tier or whatever like that. But yeah. it, it was not noticeable because every character kind of is similar to what star wars did with the clone wars like every character kind of has like they're like a almost like they're a painted wooden model yeah like a marionette and it and it adds to that and the ghosts have cool designs they you know they is it close to the book uh, no no no, not it's completely new yeah i i they add a lot of different stuff and excise other parts but they i mean they still hit the main beats um and I, they soften it slightly by giving Scrooge a dog. Oh. Like, it's like a... What's the dog's name? Uh, Prudence, I think. Prudence. Hey, Prudence. Uh, yeah, like... Um, Across the universe, yeah. Like, it's a it's a <laughs> dog that Marley left behind oh, when he died. stop. Shut up. And and then uh, they... Like, it... it I, I, it's just there to come along because and react. Scrooge needs Prudence, Dan. Yeah. It, Get it? Yeah. It it, it it does no it does make sense it does make sense but that's like don't be put off by that because no. that's the fucking netflix thumbnail yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. oh is this a goofy it's it, the, the boy and his dog movie the dog just like follows and mm-hmm. provides comic relief i guess when the when the ghosts are doing mm-hmm. their thing but it's 
you know, like, Christmas presents gets, like, a whole, um, like, flashy song number in his, like, Christmas cake and decoration-filled little dimension, and mm. then he, before bringing Scrooge into the present, it's, it's, he looks like Wind Waker Ganon, oh. kind of, and right. then he, they, they play that up really well. Yeah, so it was, it was interesting. I was, I was surprised, yeah. but I, I heard one song on TikTok from it. And I'm like, I gotta check this out. Yeah. Yeah. And thus you did. Um, I guess in continuing animation, we might have to check out that Puss in Boots movie. Yeah. I mean, I liked the trailer. The animation looked pristine. It, is, it does. Well, it does. So it, hold up, it held up, apparently, because of the uh, the tomato rating. Which is a relief. Yeah. I was I was worried that we were never going to be able to come back to Shrek. <laughs> because they... They turned to far, far away. They stumbled. But I would love more Shrek. They stumbled in the end. No, yeah, yeah. The, the other movies are fine. One and two masterpieces. No, one and two are ma- no, no. Three that's, is fine. That's, Four is not. That's the point. One yeah. and two are masterpieces. Three was probably rushed, yeah. and then four kind of drops it. Yes, that's the. Yeah. But that, you know, I I say that because that was the fate of a lot of early two thousands franchises, like mm-hmm. banger banger, eh, and then collapse. You <laughs> and sometimes we don't get to see them again. But I would happily return to Shrek. to that world, yeah. But by all means, mm-hmm. so I need to see that too. Mm. Um, should we uh, should we talk about the Dial of Destiny? Let's stand. It's not a time travel movie. I don't know it's what you're saying. It's not assuming. a time travel movie. Are you sure? <laughs> um, I see a lot of de aging going on here. All right, so so for anyone who uh, who 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 wasn't here, uh, be it, you know, some some tragedy prevented you from listening to last week's podcast. Yeah, when episode. I recommended Fleabag, we <laughs> we talked about a a leak that has been circulating for quite some time. Uh, it's made the rounds on all kinds of social media places, uh, where the the plot of the next Indiana Jones movie was seemingly leaked as a time travel heavy thing. Uh, where Phoebe Waller-Bridge's old Indiana Jones and young Indiana Jones uh, team up to fight Nazis in the fifties, mm-hmm. or not not in the in the forties, um, because some modern day Nazis uh, try to time travel back to make Super Hitler or something. Oh my God, um, and that we I brought that up. Because I think it, I think it was worth some larfs. I sincerely apologize if we actually ruined the movie for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we we had some larfs. We 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 went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. The podcast concluded last week, yeah. n- n- uneventfully. Yeah. But but then the trailer dropped, <laughs> and Dan <laughs> Notre Danis over here predicted it all, didn't he? And. And uh, uh, all the plot beats were hit, and then the title was revealed to be The Dial of Destiny. Which I hate. I despise that title. <laughs> so, um, those, those, those were plot points A and B. We, we, we gotta, um, like, the trailer dropped, we messaged each other, we were freaking out. Mm-hmm. What have we done? What yeah. have we willed into yeah. existence this time? Yet again, we've done it again. <laughs> um, that was literally just, like, a joke segment that we had on here. We did not think that any of this was, like... Because I, I brought it up in the context of, like, if this happens, it's gonna make people angry. Yeah. 
Um, but then it happened. And then James Mangold, the director of this movie, uh, posted a, quite a few tweets um, where he was, was angrily um, denouncing the leaks, uh, assuring us that it is not the movie that we think it is, and that, like, Indy is not getting quote-unquote replaced, etc., etc. Um, but again, quotation marks make me suspicious. Hmm. And I think that there's just too many quotation marks in that, 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 um, denunciation, uh, to be comfortable that the yeah. Dial of Destiny is not a time travel erase the previous movies thing, so... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I'll be dressed as Kate Capshaw when we see the premiere of this. <laughs> I, like, I, I am, I am... A diehard indie fan, a la my yeah, dad. Yeah. I've, I've been reared on them as well. We're going to have to do them on the podcast at some point. Yeah. We know that. It's just one of those things where, I, like, the nature of Indiana Jones, you would think, lends itself to sequels because it's yeah. they're they're inspired by old time serial adventures but harrison is so old and shia labeouf is not well at the moment no i don't agree with using so, harrison ford uh, yeah but who are they going to pass the baton to well hopefully they're doing it for phoebe because after you watch fleabag you'll realize that she's one of the greatest actresses of her generation all on principle you know that i stand by recasting yeah i, I don't care yeah. like if you need a younger version but to not many character. people do dan no, I know. Yeah. I'm alone, and I, I, yeah. I will. That that is a that is one of those Flynn getting attacked by the sword dot gif mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. you don't you don't say that movie opinion. But I just just recast the character and have him go on adventures in like the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. But it it it's not going to happen. We don't live in that world. No. Um, so we're going to keep getting old in, old Indiana Jones. Or he's gonna get he's gonna get erased from history, and people are gonna be big mad. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or none of those things happen. This is just a wacky time travel adventure that teaches Indiana Jones to that the the past is the past, but the future is what you make it. But passes in the past, let it go. Let yeah, it go. yeah, yeah. But I don't know, because there's a thing with um. Whenever I talk about whenever I talk about Star Wars, for instance, uh, mm. I, I don't want to create the impression that I am like a like a Disney shill. Yeah. Uh, D- Disney is a is you a, seem it, Dan. <laughs> is a is a is an immensely powerful corporation. Careful but of your words; the mouse is always listening. Dan. It's just that I I and see I'll see if you can back me up on this because I don't know. This is this is something that I'm I'm speaking aloud, and I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm confused. As to what their social media policy is. I wouldn't know, Dad. Because, you know, James Mangold goes on Twitter and comments on the leaks that are coming out. Uh, back in the day, one of the things that set off the the online wars about The Last Jedi and the sequel trilogy was Ryan Johnson tweeting that he was handed nothing when he mm-hmm. walked in to direct The Last Jedi. That, mm-hmm. In the simple, whatever, however many characters he got in that tweet, he was like, I was given nothing. And that could mean he only had a meeting and no series Bible was yeah. handed over, yeah. or it could be literally no materials were given to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like one of those things where it's like, with these super gigantic franchise pieces, how is it that you can go on social media and 
and comment on things like that. Like, there has to be some kind of thing in the contract saying, you know, yeah. up to a point, you can't spoil what you're doing, but you can allude to production problems. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a very bizarre stance that I would not expect something like the House of Mouse to have. I'm saying kick Bob out, put Dan in. <laughs> the it's Disney just, program. <laughs> like, and that's, that's not... Disney the, will change. But I, but I I am just I am just a firm believer in that when you're telling like a, a story that you gotta make it you gotta pull it off like a magic trick mm -hmm. you, you gotta not cue the audience in onto anything you're doing mm -hmm. behind the scenes so that the illusion of the story can be maintained yeah. I don't care about the about the actors about the external circumstance I I care about pulling off the magic trick. Mm -hmm. To tell the story. Alright, I like that, I respect that, Dan. But, it, it, it's, it's, just, it's just such a bizarre thing that they, they keep having these, these directors who go online and they're like, this is definitely not the plot, the plot has a thing, but it, like, and yet they can't say anything else. Like, they, they, can, they can reveal information up to a certain point that raises more questions and makes people angrier but they can't confirm or deny anything. Like, Ryan Johnson can say, I was handed nothing. No one can ever ask about that again. Like, that has never been brought up since. That has never, like, no... No website that wants to get interviews with Disney is going to ever bring that up again. It's it's kind of... It's just one of those things. And it's like... I, I would think that they would have a tighter contract than that. That's, that's all I... That's all I wonder... That that's all I, that 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 when you sign up to do something like Indiana Jones or Star Wars, that there is not like a like the Toontown <laughs> robot lawyers mm -hmm. who are who come in with a stack of papers and it's like get the fuck off of Twitter mm -hmm. and don't say anything, and then one of them is like a 1950s mobster like beating like a, a truncheon against his hand and it's it's like like don't don't you post anything like. But it's not. It's not. It's not like iron tight. It's like I. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> you know. It's. It's just. It's just confusing to yeah. me. Is it's a puzzle box with modern media that I don't know how to crack. Mm -hmm. Is like how that is not in there. You know, to 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 go and reveal to people that your your production is running into issues, mm. like. I don't know. It's I, an it, unsolved mystery, Dan. And we'll have to leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, it's, I it, hope one day you're head of Disney. I, I'm not even... And I could I, be like, the, 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 the macaw on your shoulder going, Don't produce that! Don't produce that! Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, just, it's just... We need a new Pirates! <laughs> and, and it's just like... I, I don't... Again, it's, it's, it's maybe just like the, 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 the system hasn't adapted to how... Certain things, like be it social media or or websites, you know how things come off. But but it's the directors saying shit on Twitter. It's these you know all these articles that come out f that are like this like this movie made five dollars and here's why that's a good thing. Like and, and and it's like who is this for? Like who is this benefiting that that you? 
but I don't know. It's it's like they're they're living in the nineties. Yeah, they're living in the idyllic nineties where, you, you know, behind the scenes drama is limited to like tabloids that that fans aren't going to find out about until ten years later. Mm-hmm. Like Mac, like Stephen King making Maximum Overdrive on a coke bender. Mm-hmm. We didn't find that out until decades after the fact. Mm-hmm. And it's funny now. It makes sense. That movie has settled. It is it is what it is. It, it's, you know, we yeah. love it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's not something that you would reveal in the midst of the film's production. Like no. it's it's just uh that's all I ask. That's my plea mm. to is just just, you know, when when you're directing a huge property, just 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 Stick to the shadows for a little bit. Like, be invisible and just let the work speak for itself. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's all I gotta, yeah. yeah. Your Andy Rooney segment is over? Yeah. <laughs> Mad as hell. Old man yells at clouds. Mad as hell. Again. Yeah. 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 Well, shall we continue on to our tangent? I'll keep my thoughts for another week. Okay. I'll let them fester. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> An uncle fester. <laughs> Yuck! Um, yeah, so I got some, I got some, uh, Pokemon, mm. Topaz and Lapis. Good, because I don't. Um. I had a rough week. No, I did too. Uh, but it, it, it's kind of, uh, just small things. Uh, as I said to you in a message, I'm, I made, uh, or going to make two goobers, Paz and Laz. They are going to be the professor's assistants. <laughs> and in the game, they would, they would just get the starters that are weak and strong to yours, so mm-hmm. that the 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 player can see both those okay uh, and those are just more fun things to design they'll be like the callow scoobers off to the off to the side of the plot mm-hmm. um, the infernal insects quite famously in the series of prompts that you gave me uh, we kind of decided that we would have uh, for our samurai bird to fight we would have three tropey mm-hmm. villain insects that he would face mm-hmm. um, after struggling to create one of them for the past week i came up with a simple solution there's going to be four of them oh my gosh cuz four yeah, why not four is 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 death four is an unlucky number there's going to be four of them all right why and they're not? they're yeah. all going to be different uh types of of uh of old tropey criminals for the samurai bird to fight i love that why not um detail uh three here um fit bits because at some point we are going to have to draw the players mm. um, oh that's true isn't it so uh that's that's a ways off i figured we would save them for last or something well, but based on the new pokemon designs we can't really go wrong no, with the can't. player character no we so would go we I'm would go classic. That, yeah <laughs> um like we would we would uh we would, i think no. you'd come up with something better than what we've seen well i would try i would try yeah. my best uh but I figured uh, since we got a past and future theme, uh, and the Pokedex is like an old ass Nokia phone, that the like Poke Gear equivalent that lets you call other players is like a futuristic Fitbit. Okay. Like I'll draw the player character wearing that. It's right. like it fits. So if one of the dumbass NPCs needs to call you, then they'll you'll get like a like the Kalos Hollow thing, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. So again, this is all just because this is all good practice to draw shit like this. I like I don't get a lot of practice drawing uh, devices and such. Um, before I get to this last one, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot to include some things, mm-hmm. but a prompt for you. Yes. Um, if not, I, I this could just be something that I come up with. But uh, uh, Galar had Corviknight. Flying the taxi around, mm-hmm. he can't do that in Paldea because Tinkaton 
uh, is is will discriminate against yes. him. Um, She's on her way to smash some Corbinites. Uh, we can only hope which that. I just caught a shiny. No, that's awesome. A momentous Caucasian. Yeah. A shiny. Uh, 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 what's the pre-evolution of? Rookity. Rookity. Yeah. yeah, I said, oh, this is a piss-colored rookity. What's that doing here? Oh, but that should be a good shiny. Yeah, it's one, one of my your favorites. Yeah, I do enjoy her, him, them. Um, but uh, but so then obviously in the uh, in Paldea it's replaced by like four parrots mm-hmm. carrying the thing. So come up with a taxi bird. Come up with a bird that carries the taxi around okay. in our region. Okay. Because uh, we already got the snails. I'm working on them. Like the all-terrain snail vehicle that mm-hmm. I we it has different forms. I'm excited about showcasing his design eventually. Um, Can I limit it to something that it flies? Yeah. Oh, well, no, if you want okay. to. Okay, if, if I don't really want to... I think another bug's coming our way. Sure. Yeah. No, by all means. Um, because do keep in mind... Because the only bugs that we have so far are... Um, I feel like we have a lot of bugs, Dan. Well, we have... The main ones that the I clown can... Clown bug? Clown bug. Yeah. Uh, the four criminal bugs... Uh, amber light, firefly, neon mm-hmm. light, firefly... Mm-hmm. Um... I think a handful of others, but there's we can do whatever we want. Yeah, that's yeah whatever, whatever's fun. Yeah. But I'll whatever you come up with, I'll draw it fairy in the taxi around. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and scorpion too. Yeah, them. Uh, so come up with whatever carries the taxi. Okay. Um, and then uh, trying to mentally map out what you know, just your future artwork. Um, obviously, we got time skip island, the fountain of youth. I think I'm going to cap both of those at, like, a certain amount. I think we already have, like, four time skip people and, like, three or two or three times uh, Fountain of Youth ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll come up with a few more of those. I was thinking, like, a like a Gamera uh, Torkoal evolution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reduces him to an ancient form, except yep. shit like that. Okay. Uh, but I'll keep those to a set amount. We also, I keep forgetting to put them on the list, but obviously as Kill Bill fans, we have our, our Pi May, mm-hmm. um, Ty Rogue yeah. evolution, Hitmon May, whatever the fuck we called oh, it. Perfect. Um, and things like that. Uh, and then, cause I was thinking, uh, I'm, I'm liking this trend with the Ultra Beasts and the Paradox Mons, like these weird ones with code names, and I thought, uh... To lean into our podcast theme, mm-hmm. um, that our game's equivalent to that. Again, we're going to cap these out at maybe ten. It'd be just blatantly anime-themed, yeah, strange mons. You told me to think of some Uchina mons. So yes, I'll I'll add that. Yep. Um. So these would be variants of existing Pokemon, like the the var- like the Paradox Pokemon, yeah. but they would be one-offs with like legendary tier stats okay. and. They would occupy Area 51. Right. Like, you get access to that in the post-game, and they've got control of the place. You can go in there, catch them. Cool. Uh, and we'll, we'll come up with some lore. Like, they... Um, I, I, like, I was trying to think over, like, maybe they're... You know, the government was experimenting I see trying a Cyborg to... 009 Pokemon in our future. Exactly. Yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I... For, for an example, this is not saying that we have to use him, but since uh, Gallade was replaced by old mm-hmm. lady in our decks mm-hmm. um i like a like a tanjiro gallade named mm-hmm. ghostly blade mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. they'll all have the stupid code names and you know they'll okay. be they'll be occupying that space because i couldn't really think of anything else to stick in area 51 that would be fittingly spooky enough mm-hmm. so i figured some of these weird ones 
would be fun. Again, no, there's no limits. Like if you want to do like Puff got Screamtail, mm-hmm. doesn't evolve. It can be any Mon. Okay. Uh, with a you know overtly themed uh, like anime design. Cool. And we can all give them like a matching ability that's something tropey yeah. that plays into. Yeah. So I figured that could be fun to do. Uh, you know, to bring the decks to round it out. Um. So yeah. That's uh, that's what I have mm. in terms of potential future prompts. Uh, very good prompts, as always, Dan. Um, shall we get into today's episode? I think we should. Yes. Um, so now we're going to roll out the drawing board. Oh. And it's a special drawing board. He's Swiss Miss Edition. <laughs> Swiss Miss, lay off the cocoa. <laughs> hey! Um, uh, that, and, uh, well, uh, Really, we're going to uh, we're going to the uh, Swiss Alps today. Oh. Um, but Swiss Miss herself has nothing to do with this episode. Uh, if, be without my muff. If, if you'll remember, uh, Swiss Miss was the genetically engineered uh. Uh, Swiss Army knife uh. villain from Spider-Man: Turn I, Off the Dark. How could I forget, Dad? Um, never forget. Yeah. Never ever forget. Uh, but really, n- no other involvement in today's episode. Really, uh, the drawing board just <laughs> happens to be a fan of that. Mm. Um. You know, he was quite disappointed when it... It closed. When it closed, yeah. like, 80 million in debt. After it so. injured 30,000 yes. actors. Yeah, he had tickets, like, for the week after it shut down. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, now we're gonna get into the recap, in case anyone forgot. Um, so, in the previous batch of episodes, the Pillar Men, Cars, ACDC, and Wamu. <laughs> um, and again, uh, to clarify some things, in... Um, if you're wondering what Wamu's, like name is a reference to it's just whammy it's it's wham or whammy um like a whammy bar used Mm -hmm. by uh rock bands um but depending on what source you're reading from they'll call him either one uh so they uh they awoke and they resolved to find the super aja stone uh this stone when combined with one of their patented stone masks uh, would grant them immunity from sunlight and turn them into truly the ultimate life form. So mm-hmm. they would no longer have uh, that one cr- critical weakness, mm-hmm. and they would just be able to run rampant over yeah. Earth, uh, you know, with, with that new power. So Jojo Caesar and Speedwagon uh, unsuccessfully confronted the Pillarmen uh, in Rome. Jojo managed to make a cell games bargain with Wamu, promising a rematch in 33 days uh, where Wamu could face him at his full potential. Uh, Wamu sealed this promise by implanting a poison, quote-unquote, <laughs> wedding ring uh, around uh, one of Jojo's aortas. Uh, and then ACDC, who was also present, did the same uh, around his uh, windpipe. And Cars chose not to participate. Yeah. yeah. Cars was like, this is... This is stupid. We got a job to do here. Um, Jojo and Caesar uh, underwent rigorous Hamon training, I think outside of Venice, um, with Hamon master Lisa Lisa. Uh, Lisa Lisa is revealed to possess the Super Aja Stone, uh, which concentrates sunlight into pure energy. You can pretty much, you know, make a little laser out of it. Um, but she stresses that the stone should not be destroyed because previous Hamon masters believed that it was vital to stopping the Pillar Men. So, it's not a good idea to just, just like, shatter it or sink it to the bottom of the sea because, be it a vague prophecy or a, a feeling, uh, this stone is going to be critical in stopping them. Mm-hmm. So they, you can't let it them get the stone, but you also can't get rid of it. Yeah. 
the Joe Bros completed their Hamon training, but ACDC arrives early in order to claim the Super Aja by himself. Uh, Jojo seemingly manages to defeat ACDC, but the Pillar Man actually survived as like a brain stem splat and has latched on to Jojo's back. He, if you'll recall, he, he something, fe- his shoulder felt a little yeah, weird. Being his, so built, he couldn't itch back there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, couldn't reach all the way around to his spine. The problem that we Despite all Despite all the poses he does. Yeah. You would think he would, but. Oh, well, there's no, there's no, there's no saying that he's, he guarantee that he uh, does yoga or anything. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. 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 But again, that's a, being too jacked to reach your mm-hmm. own, that's a problem that we all have, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so obviously ACDC has something else up his sleeve in whatever form uh, he has taken now. Um, And, you know, obviously ACDC is being brought back into the very building where the Super Aja is. So we're going to see what happens, because the plot is thickening. Mm. Um, These episodes might deal some emotional damage, uh, whether or not some things have already been spoiled for you or if you've encountered. I don't know anything. Don't Okay, you don't know. I, I don't know. Um, even if you had, I would have argued that getting the context might increase the potency Mm -hmm. of these episodes. Mm. Um, so the, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm interested to see what your takes are after this batch, because this is a pretty, this is a lot of significant plot moments that are going to happen in today's episode. Okay. And I'll be interested to see, you know, or hear your take on how well they are executed, how or how not well you think they're executed, mm-hmm. um, and what you think is going to happen next. Okay, well, so. I don't know. I was strapping in for a good JoJo time, but now I'm prepared to to cry. Yeah. yeah. As often. Yeah. As you predict. Yes. We're all going to get ready for some manly tears. Um, and also, please don't forget that Suzy Q is hanging around. I remember Suzy Q. Yeah. Don't worry. She, I, I pointed her out last episode. I shan't forget her. She's important. She's yeah. chilling there. Mm. Uh, so without, uh, any further ado, do you wish to get into today's episodes? Yeah, but I feel a weird itch in my back. Uh, could something be there? Oh, let me, let, let, let me check. Oh? Oh, it, oh it's a roundula. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'll toss that over. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> you back? Okay, we are back, just having watched another four episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Tendency. Uh, looking over things, there will actually only be one more episode of these, because we only got five eps left for Battle Tendency, so we will next Shove time... them in! Yeah, it'll be the conclusion. But yeah. again, we I, I did promise that, because this is a, a fast-paced series. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it, it became apparent to, uh, to us in the jump that... Uh, we forgot a lot of news. Uh, I, yeah. I I didn't intend to ramble that much, but we will cover uh, next week the other juicy mm-hmm. details from this past. Yeah, we've week. got Anya Taylor Joy things to say. Yeah, well, only good. Multiple gorillas too. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yep. So a lot lot of things like that. So, um, but we will remember them. Well, we know our audience loves to look forward to our new section. <laughs> yeah, unless we forget. And, yeah, you know, in which case. Don't yell yeah, at us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so then we'll get into these episodes. Yes. Uh, spoiler in the title, episode 18. This is uh, of the whole yeah. season. 
Um, Von Stroheim's Revenge. So I knew he was coming back (laughs) in some form, because Dan, I can read. Of course. (laughs) Um, So after the fight with ACDC, Joseph heads back into the manor, and again, his shoulders feel a little weird. Yeah, a little Uh, stiff, you know. We, the viewer, know that uh, the brainstem of ACDC (laughs) is now latched onto his back and is, you know, following him back into the main headquarters Mm -hmm. of Lisa Lisa. Uh, meanwhile, Lisa Lisa is preparing for her bath. And I'm just gonna say it now. Every time you say Lisa Lisa, I think pizza pizza. I don't know if I mentioned that on the last podcast, but... And it is, again, it is fitting. I think Little Caesars, which I hate. And we have a guy named Caesar who is her apprentice, so that's... It all worked together. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry, go on, yes. I can only think of Little Caesars now. Um, <laughs> that but, uh, salt cardboard, mm, delicious. We do still have one near us, so it's I, it's like. I mean, it's a good it's a good price, but and you brought up uh, getting some to celebrate we, the JoJo. You finale. might have to next week or in two weeks' time. Yeah. <laughs> just just card, so you know, just yeah. cardboard and salt. God, <laughs> but um, is that the new Gurm novel? Cardboard and salt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's almost done. <laughs> Sure he is. Anyway, uh, and we get like a scene where Susie Q is, um, you know, she's she's having trouble deciding which blouse Lisa yeah. Lisa should wear. Do you wear the all white blouse or the colorful pattern? Yeah, just just some scenes of her being cute because we want to focus a little more time in on her because yeah. she's like she's adorable. I was worried for her, and we can assume that in in the grand scheme of uh, of Lisa Lisa's like more dour personality, that Lisa Lisa mm-hmm. is kind of like. You know, uh, some levity to her, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously helps pick her up. Um, So Susie Q runs into Joseph downstairs. Yeah, because uh, Lisa Lisa's taking a bath. She's taking a bath. Yeah, for the whole episode. Um, And, uh, well, and apparently when I was looking over the trivia for these episodes, apparently that, the gratuity of that was stepped up for the anime. Mm. Like, they they gave her a more open tub and she (laughs) spends more time in it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if that, how, you know, to what extent that's the case, but... Yes, Lisa Lisa's in the tub. Um, so Lisa Lisa, not Lisa Lisa, Su- Susie Q mm-hmm. does not recognize Joseph immediately because he was walking around in the uh, breathing mask mm-hmm. previously. Um, but uh, they have like a little flirting scene. She's like, oh, well, I guess you're cute, but your lips are a little weird. So yeah. mm-hmm. like five out of ten. And there's weird goo on her back. <laughs> well, there's one point in the conversation where she seems like scared by something mm-hmm. like she got a chill and then we know what's going on there yeah. um but uh you know they kind of go their separate ways and joseph's back is feeling better his shoulder something must have popped he's feeling a lot better but we see that the goo is uh is following where suzy q was walking mm-hmm. um so uh suzy q yeah walks away mm-hmm. we can assume that acdc is with her um, and, you know, Joseph goes upstairs, he's waiting for Lisa Lisa to get out of the bath, and he looks down and he sees that Susie Q is handing off a package to, uh, the postal boat that is at the dock. Because, again, <laughs> they're in Venice, they're yeah. on the outskirts yeah. of Venice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joseph, being Joseph, decides that he's gonna peep on Lisa Lisa bathing. Yeah, through uh, the keyhole. Through the keyhole. And she's sitting there perched with her towel perfectly on the bathtub lid. Um, Already done bathing. And, but Suzy Q is in there. Yeah. And he's like, how was that even possible? She was literally just down at the dock. Like, she would have had to, like... Have flown. Yeah. Yeah. Climbed up the wall, and I'm in the only, you know, other room here. So, how did that happen? Um, 
Lisa Lisa notices that the redstone of Aja is missing from the table. Um, again, because Susie Q had been in there mm-hmm. with her previously, so she would have been the last one to see it. Um, and it's revealed that ACDC, who is now possessing Susie Q's body, had mailed it away in order to get it to cars. Ooh. And a lot of dickheads are uttered here. Yes. Yep. Uh, Joseph comes in, um, but, uh, ACDC is, you know, determined to stall them by holding Suzy Q hostage, because yeah. once the package gets to the mainland, it'll be put on a train, and they'll lose track of it. Yeah, and it's real body horror, it's like, do we kill this innocent girl? Yeah. She's cute. Because, again, in terms of all of the vampire powers, plus ACDC's powers, she's got the boiling blood, she's got <laughs> the tendrils ripping through her skin, and then ACDC also starts slashing her own face mm-hmm. uh, to, to just drive the point home. Um, but yeah, that's that's the gist of it. They're going, they would have to kill Suzy Q in order to stop him. Um, he doesn't even really intend on surviving mm-hmm. this anymore. He's just, you know, adhering to the mission. Um, ACDC attacks Caesar, he blocks the doorway, um, and at first, like, they're all debating, like, whether or not they should do it, whether or not they should actually deliver a, a hormone attack strong enough to kill Susie Q, mm. which would not be, she's just a regular person, it would not take much. Um, but then, uh, Jojo recalls their training on the, uh, the Hell Pillar, and jo- Joseph delivers a punch of positive hormone, <laughs> while Caesar delivers a punch of negative hormone, canceling each other out directly over Suzy Q's heart. And exposing ACDC's brain. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, with that crafty technique, they are able to expel ACDC from her body. And the sun does the rest. Yeah, he he leaps on to Joseph's yeah. back, um, but the sunlight catches him immediately, and Joseph's like, I can't even hate him, because he literally just gave everything yeah. to, to accomplish the mission. Like, he's evil, but... There was no ego in the end. He mm-hmm. just, like, had to do what he was sent here to do. Yeah. Um, so, they, you know, with ACDC gone, uh, Suzy Q kind of, uh, with, with uh, Lisa Lisa kind of taps into her subconscious and reveals that the package containing the Stone of Asia was put on train for Switzerland. Mm. Uh, specifically, uh, I think it was Mount Morica? Uh, we'll get there in a second. Um where Cars and Wamu are waiting. Mm. Uh, Elsewhere, uh, Cars is kind of incognito on a street corner. Uh, He's waiting for a phone call from ACDC, but does not receive it and assumes that something must have happened to him. Mm -hmm. We get this little scene of a a hungry puppy that (laughs) is walking the streets. I was concerned for this dog, I'll be honest. The first time I watched this, I was too. I wasn't sure what they were going to do. Well, we saw a dog get kneed in the chest and then burnt alive, so... Yes. So, no, no, exactly. Oh, Danny. We saw... Lest we remember. Dio do that. Yeah. And, again, this is like a contrast between these antagonists, because... Because Cars has another moment like this in this batch of episodes mm-hmm. that kind of sheds insight into him. Mm-hmm. But the puppy comes up to him, he ignores it at first, 
But then, uh... <laughs> Drunk drivers. And they're sipping wine, mind you. They got the whole bottle of wine in the glasses in the car. Yeah, I don't know if this is a thing they do in Switzerland, but it is think, very irresponsible. I don't think so, Dan. That's very complicated. Um, it, so they... It's very bourgeois, though. <laughs> the, these <laughs> think bring a bottle and glass all the way along. These, these two, uh, these, these drunk drivers are about to hit this dog, but before they hit it, cars kind of, uh, stealthily unsheathes this blade literally from his forearm and Mm -hmm. like without even being detected slices the driver's arms off yeah something off oh my god my arms have been sliced he was really drunk he (laughs) he's like something's wrong with the wheel he didn't he couldn't turn it but his arms are gone yeah uh they were halved and then uh the car careens and the dog is saved Mm -hmm. um but obviously shocked at the explosion that just goes on near him um, so they, uh, they, um... Joseph wakes up. Yeah, so they, they managed to get into a car and driving through the night... They say goodbye to, to Susie Q and she throws a rock. Oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Joseph has, like, a little flirting scene with Susie Q <laughs> yeah. where he's like, I'm gonna come back here, let, you know, yeah, fix heal your face up. up your face. Okay, Jojo. And I don't know I mean, when. he's a douchebag. We all knew that. But is, I was yeah. even like, mm. <laughs> But he does. He, he will go back. But yeah. he, uh, He's a lovable douchebag, but a exactly. douchebag nonetheless. He's a himbo. It's, yeah. what, what can you say? He, mm-hmm. But he's like, Not you all know, himbos are mean, Dan. No, of course <laughs> Some not. Some himbos are just dumb. This podcast has reinforced that, yeah. I think. Yeah. Saint Seiya, for instance. Uh, yeah. But the... Yeah, so then they're like, he promises that he's going to see Suzy Q again. But they drive through the night and manage to get there... Um, right as the mail train is arriving mm-hmm. to Switzerland. Um, however, at the train, they are stopped. Uh, well, I guess it's like the customs office, which has already been taken over by uh, the Nazis. Mm. So uh, the Nazis are ahead of them. They have ret- retrieved the package from the train and that they're taking the Redstone of Asia for research. Uh, yeah, a mysterious shadowed figure. Yeah. We don't know is like, follow me to our villa. He had a wide-brimmed hat yeah. in the backseat. I kind of knew who was coming, Dan. That wasn't the big reveal of these episodes. Later on it happens. Um, but he tells Joseph and the others to come with him to a log cabin ski chalet up ahead <laughs> um, to, for, to discuss this matter further. Uh, later on that evening, Cars approaches the cabin and uses his vampire powers to kind of sense everyone in mm-hmm. the adjacent yeah. room to where he's, like, sneaking Where's up Where's this them. Wes Anderson movie? <laughs> where, where, like, a... No, I mean, I feel like this would be a Wes Anderson plot. No, it would be. Yeah. yeah. Cars included, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um... So they, he, he walks up and, and senses the heat. He kind of uses his light blade to precisely kill the soldiers in that room. Mm. Uh, but... When he walks in, he sees that there is a fifth person there. Yeah. Uh, this person stands up, and, um, uh, you know, the cars goes to attack him with his forearm blade again, but this unidentified person stands up and catches the blade with a mechanical hand. Mm. And uh, when Joseph comes in, he, he looks at this display and sees that this cybernetic individual is none other than uh, Stronheim. What's a guy got to do to get some food in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was a delightful little... <laughs> I said, what is going on? <laughs> and his friends are upstairs eating. Yeah, just so chilling. It's... Yeah. Having <laughs> yeah. dinner. Um, but yeah, Stronheim is, is alive and he's part robot now. Yeah. And this is going to be Dial of Destiny. Mm-hmm. I, I said it once. I'll say it again. We get robotic. We've gotta Nazis. stop speaking things into truth, Dan. 
It's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, so episode nineteen, a race toward the brink. Uh, Strawheim starts using his new mechanical body, which was designed uh, to surpass a power equivalent to Santana, basically. Yeah. And then Jojo utters a line that I don't really like as much. He's like, he's not that bad. He's just a German. Where I was like, oh, he's just a Nazi, though, Jojo. Yes. But we but we, we have yeah, we did we, cover this in yeah, the first episode. He's <laughs> he Strawheim never rises to the level of Joe Bro. Yeah. So it, it it's more or less just like uh, we have to work with this. <laughs> and and it's a recurring thing in JoJo's that if if a if an opponent is at the very least like Capable? principal yeah. I I don't I don't know how you would say that, then mm. They'll get a nod from the given JoJo of oh. that series and be like, oh, "Okay, yeah." But right. Strawheim does not rise to the level of yeah. a, of, of of a bro. I He's don't got think. a machine gun stomach, though. He does. It's, uh, good, good uh, stock art of him in the ending credits of him doing like a body slam with the machine gun fully extended out from his gut. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a. I don't know. It's it's a very strange. I understand why. Obviously, if you're covering this stretch of time, you're going to have mm-hmm. the Nazis in there, mm-hmm. and if it's JoJo, you're going to have goofy Nazis in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could it could affect you know yeah. your view of the series. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, obviously. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so all of this. Uh, all these cybernetic enhancements um, were, again, made to compete against someone on the level of Santana. That's mm-hmm. important. Um, so, uh, kind of paralleling the machine gun, the Tommy gun thing from the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, Strawheim like, unleashes his abdominal cavity machine gun and blasts cars, like, through the side of this room, uh, out into the snow. Um, and we get the sense that even from Jojo's shot that this would have obviously decimated a normal person, but Cars is obviously yeah. fine. Uh, specifically because Cars starts using his, uh, his light blades. His brilliant bone blades. Brilliant bone blade, uh, <laughs> to start <laughs> slashing the, uh, you know, the bullets in midair. Yeah. And his hands, blades turn into chainsaws. Well, they all, closer, they always yeah, are chainsaws. On, on closer observation. Strawheim gets closer, and he kind of like figure out or figures out the trick of what's going on with these blades. Uh, basically, the the brilliant bone blades have tiny serrated edges that move like a chainsaw, and they move so quickly that they reflect light or refract light mm. as they're going. Um, and this is, uh, but but it does play into. Cars' theme because he is the pillar man of light. light. Yeah. Uh, ACDC had heat and Wamu has wind. wind. Um, so they, uh, he, Cars, you know, is is brief. They're briefly interlocked in in combat, but Cars kind of uh, manages to take uh, cut Strawheim in half. Mm-hmm. Another person gets halved. Yep. Strawheim is still alive though because he had no he's lower robot, body. Yeah. He's all robot. Um, and uh, Cars takes the Super Aja from him. Um, but before Cars can get away, uh, Strawheim uses um, a powerful UV I-beam. Mm-hmm. It's always the I-beams yeah. in the show. To make him drop this amulet, which goes cascading down the mountain. Towards an icy yeah. slope. Speeding. Leading to a crevasse. Yeah. 
Um, and while all this is going on, it should be noted, because it's a recurring thing in these episodes, Jojo is, like, sticking to the sidelines, <laughs> and he's, like... Commentating. Like, cars could instantly kill me if mm-hmm. I get near them mm-hmm. right now. Like, I should be charging in to do something, but I can't. Yeah. Like... Won't he won't admit to being afraid necessarily, but he's clearly freaked out. A lot of one on one fights in this series so far. Yes. Um so the the stone starts sliding towards this crevasse. Uh Jojo and Cars both start running for it, but Cars being a vampire is slightly faster. Um again, as as you pointed out, a lot of time is spent uh <laughs> There's a lot of dialogue that happens. Yeah, and within what's... like, oh, it's going to be 20 seconds until that reaches the edge. And yeah, it's and half f- the episode. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, Caesar, and Messina are also there. Yes. Yep. Um, run hard, Jojo. So <laughs> Run fast, run hard. Because... Uh, chicken run, Jojo. <laughs> chicken run. <laughs> oh, God. Someday. Uh, so... Cars, obviously being an immortal vampire, is unfazed by the prospect of just jumping headlong into this ravine, mm-hmm. so he'll do whatever he has to do to grab the stone. Uh, but the other, like, Jojo himself and the onlookers are like, Jojo can't survive a fall <laughs> from that height. stop. So he's going to have to, at some point, hesitate and pull back, and then that will allow Cars to get the stone. Mm-hmm. Cars also factors this in, is like, let me guess... <laughs> When I dive down to grab the stone... You're gonna kick me. Uh, like, yeah. is that what you're... Do you honestly believe that you're going to, like, bet the fate of the world on that one move? Do you have the confidence in pulling that off? Like, you know, dicking with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cars does dive for it. Jojo, you know, is like, here's that kick you wanted. <laughs> Just as I thought. But Cars manages to dodge it and grabs the stone with his legs while doing a flip. Mm-hmm. However, Jojo, foreseeing this... Kicks the snow instead, yeah. hitting Cars in the him. face. Yeah. And causes him to drop the amulet. And he grabs the amulet. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, so they... they Jojo kind of... Again, in the in the matter of seconds that this is happening, Jojo kind of uh, gloats for mm-hmm. a second. Like, like, I got the stone, thanks for that. <laughs> but Cars extends another blade from his leg that hooks into Jojo's torso... And pulls him into the ravine as well. Yeah. Uh, then they are you falling. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's supposed to be a five second drop to yeah. the bottom, but we <laughs> well, got a lot no, of time. It's three. They fell three inches. They That's fell right. Three inches. Um, at first, Jojo manages to uh, grab onto an icicle and use his Hamon powers to stay attached yeah, to it. Because ice doesn't conduct Hamon, but the melting water does. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, cars, like, shakes the two of them loose and they keep falling. Um, you know, they're they're falling for a while. Eventually, cars tries to kick Jojo into the cliff face and then stab him, but Jojo kind of does his little sleight of hand trick and Mm -hmm. puts the stone in front of the oncoming attack, kind of to say, oh, not so fast, you need this thing intact, I don't really care about it, so what are you gonna do? Uh, cars hits him away again. And Jojo uses the falling icicles to make an icicle chain. Mm-hmm. But it can't be long enough, Dan, to reach the edge of the, the precipice. It's not, but Caesar... Yeah, is doing the same thing from above. And they manage to link the icicle chains yeah, together. Yeah, they dock their icicles and <laughs> And they... And, uh, yeah, and so Jojo is saved by Caesar. Yeah. Uh, a subtitle for these episodes, which was quite witty on my part, Let's Spend Time Chasing Cars. 
Exactly. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. That's perfect. Ooh. Chef's kiss there. Yeah. Um, Hire me, Disney. <laughs> if you ever get JoJo's, then that's... Yeah, yeah JoJo's Disney. <laughs> um, so then uh, Cars falls the rest of the way yep. into the cavern, um, but he notices that beneath him he's about to fall onto an unfrozen patch where a little, uh, you know, little set of flowers has bloomed. Mm. And he... Punches himself against the cliff yeah. face and like ricochets. Sonic ricochets all over you. Like to avoid damaging the flowers. Mm-hmm. So once again, Cars demonstrates this like, my beef is with humans. Yeah. I want to, you know, nature I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Um, which is different from Dio, because Dio didn't give a shit about any of that, yeah. arguably. Um, so uh, be it through panic or just like excitement, whatever. Cars laughs maniacally and says that Jojo will be able to keep the stone for now um, because everything is basically proceeding as planned anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, Caesar and the others uh, see a, the ruins of a hotel. Well, we get Jojo tormenting this cat. No, of course. Yeah, yeah this uh, pretty cat. And, and Jojo's like, well, that's a rich cat. A bougie cat. Yeah, it yeah. won't eat anything. How about this rich salmon? And then he's like teasing this cat and slightly kicks it away. And then he's like, well, now I feel bad. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he low sweeps it. Yeah. Because he's like, well, now I feel bad. That was kind of a dick move yeah. on my part. I guess I'm just angry and stressed. Yeah, yeah I'm taking my stress out on others. But he is, he is stressed. He is like, he's, he's, uh, he's very, very nervous about having to confront He's only got five days to have that antidote, Dan. Yes, well, do remember that he hasn't, uh, he hasn't cured that yet. Um, so Caesar, you know, they, they look over the area near, uh, this, this cabin, and in the distance there are the ruins of, uh, (laughs) as you pointed out. The Grand Budapest. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, Caesar advocates for just doing a full-blown frontal assault on the building, to just, you know, while they have the benefit of daylight, to just sweep in there and destroy these two while they have the chance. Mm. Um, Jojo objects to it, and, you know, they they think that... Uh, because he thinks that the vampires are trying to lead them into their own home turf, and they don't want to make that mistake again. Um, Jojo and Caesar both bring up their ancestors, and they get into a, you know, a scuffle yeah. on the, the balcony there. Mm-hmm. And Caesar, you know, punches Joseph and then leaves. Uh, He feels a sense of duty to his grandfather uh, and decides to go alone, um, you know, with Lisa Lisa ordering Messina to follow him and stop him. Um, And Lisa Lisa kind of explains, you know, in saying what you said, you really struck a nerve with him, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, without even realizing it, you don't know his history, his secret past. But I have a feeling we'll know real soon. Because the next episode... <laughs> it's called Caesar's Lonely Youth. Caesar's Lonely Youth. Uh, Lisa Lisa tells Jojo of Caesar's uh, childhood. When he was young, Caesar um, adored his father, Mario. Mario. Described as the ideal Italian man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was like a hardworking... Who was, by all appearances, a hardworking, regular furniture craftsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was dedicated to his family mm-hmm. and was a normal person. Uh, one day, Mario inexplicably, inexplicably left his children, um, and the money that he had left behind for them was taken by unscrupulous relatives. Yeah, tables, chairs, and oaken chests would have suited Caesar best. <laughs> That's a Jesus Christ Superstar reference. Thank you. Thank Damn. you. Damn. Yeah, yeah. We're on fire today. <laughs> 
at the very least, I'll appreciate your bubbles when you're yeah. coming. <laughs> One of the good Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. You won't be seeing those. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, um, basically believing that Mario had abandoned him, Caesar... Uh, basically repudiated the traditional family pride <laughs> of all Italian, Italian men. men. Yeah, uh, he he kind of uh, dropped his last name and took to crime, stopping at murder. Um, <laughs> but he was basically known as like a local terror in his own right. Even mm-hmm. the local mobsters knew not to mess with him mm. um, because he was pretty unscrupulous, uh, and he would also beat people with a wrench when he could. Huh. I don't. I don't. The wrench doesn't come into play. Very Bioshock of him. Exactly. Um, When Caesar was, despite looking the same as he does now, Caesar was only 16 in that flashback. Uh, When Caesar was 16, he saw his father again, and I guess he was in Rome at that point. Uh, He followed Mario into the ancient ruins beneath the Colosseum, and, you know, we come upon the same mural of of the Pillarmen, where, you know, the Nazis had previously been mm-hmm. experimenting on it. Uh, Caesar approached it, trying to take one of the jewels that was embedded into the mural, uh, but responding to his own, the mural... The Pillarman briefly flashed into life and tried to kill him, mm. but Mario jumped in and saved him uh, before being merged with the, the mural. Because yes. presumably... The Pillarmen had probably been been gathering victims for some time to build up enough blood to to come out. Mm. Um, but it's made clear that Mario, in all likelihood, didn't even recognize Caesar because of the amount of time that had passed. He was just a good enough person to sacrifice himself for a stranger, and that really does leave an impact on Caesar mm. in spite of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is made clear... That, that Mario had been dedicating the intervening time to training in Hamon, uh, looking for a way to destroy these pillar men, and before dying, he tells Caesar to go find Lisa Lisa in Venice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of brings us to, um, you know, the present, where by now Caesar uh, basically understands everything that Mario did, and once again has enough pride to carry the Zeppeli name forward. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in the present, uh, you know, Joseph is, is pretty impressed by this story, and he changes his mind, deciding to head to the hotel with Lisa Lisa. Uh, as Caesar arrives at the hotel, he's attacked by an invisible Wamu, who was using streams of moist air to, uh, protect him from the sunlight and reflect, like, refract, slash reflect the light around him, so... I think he keep, they keep referring to it as, like, a vortex suit or vortex armor. Mm. He's just... The wind around him is moving so fast that it's protecting him from more or less... Uh, it probably wouldn't protect him if he stayed out in the sunlight, but for his purposes, he's more than capable of moving fast enough to avoid that. Mm. Um, so uh, Messina arrives to assist, but Wamu swiftly takes him out and then drags him into the hotel. He also cuts off one of Messina's arms. Uh, and then he comes back for Caesar. Uh, but Caesar has made a lot of progress with his training, and he uses his Savon slash bubble cutter um, <laughs> to, you know, he's refined it into a better attack. He uses Hamon to harden the bubbles into a razor-sharp edge, <laughs> 
and prevent them from popping, and he is able to to cast them out, kind of like Beyblades, mm-hmm. where they will hone in on the target and cut through them. Yeah. And even though Wamu's vortex suit would would otherwise, you know, deflect attacks, in the case of these bubbles, it just draws them in because they're bubbles. Um, so uh, you know, Wamu receives a lot of painful cuts, and he decides to flee back into the hotel. Uh, Caesar uh, takes the advantage to try to hit him, but Wamu, with his, you know, superhuman reflexes, manages to kick Caesar away <laughs> and then charge through uh, the, the side of the hotel, basically mm-hmm. creating a new hole there. Um, you know, Caesar is, uh, you know, determined to follow him up. He already, he's confident that, from what he's seen already, that his attack can finish Wamu off um, because the bubbles have already damaged him. So he follows Wamu into the hotel where another battle ensues. Uh, it's kind of a, a wind versus bubble battle uh, because Wamu has his numerous cyclone-based techniques. Mm-hmm. Beautifully animated fight. We got two fighters whose styles are both very fluid, be it thematically or because of like the techniques they're using. Mm-hmm. Love it. I don't know what the, the there's there's got to be like a a, a word or a, a trend for what this is, but just the mm-hmm. the flowing swaying animation and the way that they make it work. This fight is is kind of something special to watch. I would mm-hmm. argue. Um, and and while all the you know because there's all these moments where they're they're doing all these moves and Wamu will be rotating his hair simultaneously to delivering some other kind of technique. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of action packed into this small stretch here. Um, so they they keep fighting. Um, the the uh, again it's wind v soap, and Caesar actually has the advantage seemingly. Uh, moreover, after kind of managing to pin Wamu down, he uses a, uh, you know, a, a series of uh, bubbles to reflect the sunlight that is now coming in through the hole in the wall mm-hmm. uh, to blast tons of sunbeams through Wamu and, you know, freezing him in place. Yep. Uh, so, very confidently that he has, you know, is about to finish this battle, Caesar leaps forward to deliver the final blow, but in the split second that his shadow blocks the path of the sunlight, Wamu delivers his, uh, his, um, Divine, divine Sandstorm. Yep. Uh, it's a direct hit on, on Caesar, you know, shredding his body beyond what any regular person would be able to survive. Uh, so Caesar is, is knocked back, um, he's bleeding out, he's already lost enough blood, again, to kill a regular person, um, but Caesar is not giving up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he explains how his father and grandfather both gave their lives in order to give someone else a chance to survive, so he has to carry on that legacy and do the same. And while this is going on, Wamu is <laughs> kind of, like, being chill with him, he's kind of like, you know... You, you you have nothing left to come at me with except your defeat as a warrior because this is you, you there is literally no possible way that you can come back from this mm-hmm. um which is re- recurring thing for Wamu he's an honorable war at the very least he's an honorable warrior yeah um so uh Caesar uses the last of his strength to uh pull the ring of antidote from <laughs> Wamu's lip yeah 
and then he and seals seal it, it in a bubble in a bubble with um with his scarf uh the bubble is made out of his own blood and then reinforced with Haman. um and i i think the implication too is that he similar to what the previous zeppeli had done he put most of his remaining hormone into this so that when Jojo claims it, he gets <laughs> sort of a power boost from yeah. that. Um, but the main thing is that it contains the ring and the scarf. So um, Jojo and Lisa Lisa kind of like rush into the hotel because they, they see that he got panini pressed. Not immediately. <laughs> well, yeah. well, Caesar does get panini pressed yeah. by a cross-shaped section of the ceiling mm-hmm. that collapses on him, killing him. Yeah. Um, if there was any doubt that, that Caesar was going to perish, uh, maybe, may, well, what did you think was going to happen? When I didn't that think he was, was... going to die. Yeah. But he did. So I guess I'm worried about every character from now on. Because the assumption when you, when you watch this episode is that Caesar's going to power through it. Yeah. And come back later on. Or at the very least get like a typical dramatic like die in your arms mm-hmm. type death where he he sends everything but he doesn't. No. He, the the ceiling comes down and it I didn't it heed your him. warning. Yeah. Um and sometimes that's a that's a point of controversy. Like people debate whether or not Caesar's character was wasted here or mm-hmm. whether or not he should have died. Um whether or not he had more to contribute. But I think it was a powerful moment. I did not expect it. Mm. Because the way that the theme song plays it, you think like, oh, this is going to be like, you know, at least Caesar will be around until the end, and yeah. then it'll be some motivation for Jojo. Mm-hmm. But it it was a shock. Yeah. Um, so Jojo, you know, come into the room, uh, Jojo gets the ring and the, the headband, and he, you know, looks over the room, he, he says that he's afraid to call out Caesar's name because he's, he knows that he's not going to get an answer back. Mm-hmm. And it quickly becomes apparent that uh, Caesar has been crushed beneath yeah. the, the rubble of the ceiling. As splendid and as fleeting as the bubbles he created. Yeah, Wamu, before yeah. leaving, Wamu's like, I'll remember you always as a proud warrior. The, your your form was as elegant and beautiful as the bubbles you made. And that's... I'll say the same yeah. about you and your mozzarella yeah, sticks. Sure, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's what I'll do. Yeah. Um, and and Caesar and or Jojo and Lisa Lisa just weep over the loss of their friend. <laughs> weep and pose because at this point, like Lisa Lisa tries to play it off by like yeah smoking being tough a cigarette. yeah, and then Jojo's like you have the cigarette in backwards yeah, so you could tell she's obviously addled by this yeah because she's known Caesar for years and was basically yeah. like a surrogate mom to him, but she's so. our coach so she can't tell us yes yeah um. So the episode ends with them in the hotel, mm-hmm. and that brings us to episode 21, the 100 versus 2 strategy. Yeah, Dan and I walk through a creepy mansion. <laughs> yes, too the, many cobwebs. The episode, yeah. Um, the hotel was apparently once a luxurious establishment before falling into ruin when its <laughs> owner died, and Cars has turned it into a temporary lair since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, very similar to Dio's castle. Uh, let me see here... Okay, um, so uh, they're they're following the trail of blood that Wamu left behind, um, and Joseph and Lisa Lisa encounter another vampire. Yeah, I'm not a door. <laughs> yeah, he's not a door. He's I've been dis- here the whole time. He's disguised as one, but he's yeah. not a door. Uh, he's like those guys in a labyrinth. Yeah. Um, but this is a vampire named Wired Beck. Yeah. Similar to Dio having one last mm-hmm. vampire hanger on, you know. 
this guy has wired Beck, and I'm pretty sure when Dio comes back, he's going to also have their... There's always it always feels like there's another vampire hanger on that's Wait, in the Dio's base. coming back? Shocker, but Dio <laughs> is coming back. <laughs> what? Not now though. Not, Spoilers. Not Dad. in Battleton. Yeah, yeah. You knew that, but not in Battleton. Did I? Yeah. I'll never um, tell. But uh I you do know. like how Lisa Lisa speeds two inches to the side using her technique yeah. to defend JoJo. Yeah, that's her that's her maneuver. She just teleports over there. Um, Beck is very confident. Uh, he's got spikes. Yeah. He's able to, yeah. you know, uh, send out as he's going to hug them to death, he promises. Um, but Lisa Lisa instantly destroys him with a ripple-infused scarf. Yeah. Effortlessly, beautifully, she just mm-hmm. flicks the scarf, and he is, like, crushed. Yeah. Somehow. Well, no, he, he tears it, and then a delayed reaction, it melts him. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it's, um, she gets the flex mm-hmm. for a second. Yeah. Um, so before they continue on, Jojo states that he is not going to take the antidote <laughs> that he received. Stupid. Um, you know, before he, uh, until he has beaten Wamu as a, you know, as a promise to Caesar. Because again, he wants to play by, at the very least, the rules of, like, honor and fair play. Um, if you want to, if you want to say that in quotes that the vampires yeah. have adhered to thus far. Jojo and Lisa Lisa proceed into a dark chamber where Wamu was waiting for them. Uh, Joseph wants to attack, but then Lisa Lisa detects yeah. the 100 hidden vampires that are waiting in the, On the ceiling in the rafters. Yeah, basically. Luigi's Mansion style, mm-hmm. uh, which Dio also did. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's classic vampire move, but but still, um, you know. Uh, so Wamu is impressed. Uh, Cars also reveals himself and orders the vampires to attack, uh, denying Wamu his chance to fight Jojo. He's like. Like, like, Wamu's like, I, we, we were promised a, a, a dramatic final fight mm-hmm. in, in the battlefield of my choosing, and Kara's like, we're not doing no. that shit, we're, we're done. Like, yeah. we're, this is, like, we've lost too much already, mm-hmm. we're going to take them out now. Yes. Um, however, Lisa Lisa manages to hold off their attack with a bluff, saying that if she and Jojo are killed, then a time bomb will destroy the Redstone of Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know demonstrating the same bluffing skills that or better bluffing skills than what jojo has demonstrated thus far mm-hmm. uh, so she proposes that jojo fights wamu as planned and then she will fight cars with the stone on the line yep. uh, wamu and cars arrange a place for the battle at midnight at skeleton heel stone uh near the foot of of peas bernina um and i looked into it because jojo's does use real locations a lot uh, obviously, Pease Bernina is a real place near um, St. Moritz Mountain in, mm. in Switzerland. It does not have an ancient uh-huh. yeah. coliseum. We'll have to structure. strike that off the tour guide, yeah. Not that that's impossible with, you know, a lot of places throughout Europe still have Roman stuff left behind. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 if, you, if, you're, if you're a JoJo's fan looking to travel there, don't. You'll have to find go to something Little Caesars. else. To... Go to Little Caesars instead. <laughs> yeah, if you spend all that money to go to Switzerland, yeah. and then you, you will not find a JoJo's location. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just letting you know now, in mm-hmm. case you've already booked the tickets, yeah. it's, it's uh, time to cancel. It's not like the bridge in Stardust Crusaders. You can't <sighs> you can't go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was an ancient battleground where hundreds of warriors came to honorably meet their end previously. Mm. So obviously, it was a preferred location for Wamu. Um, so, uh, they, they kind of, uh... They take Lisa Lisa as a, a chip to barter with. Like, uh, come back with 
with the ring or whatever. With the stone. Yeah, yeah the stone. Um, and then you'll you'll get Lisa Lisa. Um so uh, uh Jojo brings Messina back with him. Uh Jojo find searches Lisa Lisa's luggage and finds a picture of Irina, Speedwagon, and Strizo from mm, fifty years ago. Yeah. Uh, becoming curious as to why Lisa Lisa would have it. Uh, upon meeting at the arena, Lisa Lisa reveals that she was the baby. Big reveal. Important baby. I didn't see it coming. That arena rescued from the ship on that faithful day. Mm-hmm. Um, however, because of everything that had happened and the danger that the family was constantly under, uh, Lisa Lisa was sent to live with Strizo and became yeah. uh, his surrogate daughter. And JoJo's like, wow, what a weird uh, paternal figure to have there. Yeah. yeah. And again, Strizo, JoJo killed Strizo at mm-hmm. the beginning, but... Lisa Lisa's like, because he basically raised me, I was I was horrified that he would sell his soul mm-hmm. for eternal youth. So it's fine. So you killed him, and in some ways I'm angry about that, but in other ways I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Like, it's complicated. Like, this is a complicated situation. We also get that Lisa Lisa is 50 years old. Yes. And JoJo's like, what? You don't look 50. And then he's like, I think I see some wrinkles. So he's mm-hmm. like... I'm just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Again, being a douche. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Lisa Lisa's like, after this is all done, we need to finally sit down and have a talk. I worry. Yeah. Our fates are more intertwined than you might realize. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jojo and, and Jojo and Wamu's battle is revealed to be a chariot race mm. using vampire horses. Yeah. Kind of bringing Vampire Hunter D to mind. Yeah. And also, uh, what's his name was dressed like Vampire Hunter D earlier on a little bit oh yeah that's right yeah. cars he had yeah. a little reference there yeah he right. had the hat for a bit mm-hmm. and the cloak and everything and the uh the bandages too yeah uh you know good eye good spotting um so they they got a race using uh they got to do a chariot race a la ben-hur <laughs> and um, just take the antidote jojo <laughs> Uh, yeah jojo puts on uh caesar's bandana and puts the ring on his finger and he's like the terms that we previously made still apply. I'm not mm-hmm. going to cure myself until I defeat you. Yeah. And one of the other side vampires, because they're they're chilling as the audience for this spectacle, mm-hmm. uh, is like, oh no, if Wamu chose something like a chariot race, like this is not about sport, this is not about um, like theatricality, this is a fight to the death, and he intends to kill you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, Jojo is going to have to control his vampire horses using Hamon, <laughs> while uh, Wamu will rely solely on his strength. Yes. And as per Lisa Lisa's instructions, Jojo hops on, and the final battle is about to begin. Oh my, oh my goodness gracious. Well, you got me again, Dan. I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see how Battle Tendency ends, apparently, next time we watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm worried for Lisa Lisa. I like her a lot, but... Uh... Yeah, we won't be able to say Lisa Lisa. Yeah, I'm worried about our characters surviving. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll have to see what happens. Said I didn't expect uh, what's his name to die. <laughs> yeah, Caesar. Neither did again. The nope. first time I watched through it, it it shocks you because he's he's the Joe bro for this yeah. season. He is. It couldn't have been Speedwagon, huh? Uh, they couldn't no, let me have that. He's running the foundation. Um, but no, I I'm glad you're. Glad that you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. We still there's still a lot of craziness left in the remaining five episodes. Good, so, good. Um, it should be exciting. I, I I do hope you'll enjoy it. Still, I shall try my best. Yes. 
Uh, with that in mind, is there anywhere that our audience can reach you? Well, Dan, you can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at least in my mind, JK, on Instagram. Drink and read JK on the Twitter and the TikTok. Uh, you can follow this podcast, of course, and as anime was not a mistake on most podcasting platforms. Mm-hmm. You can follow my podcast, being Nightcaps at the Theater, and Drink and Read. Also, if you like uh, weird zany movies in the JoJo style, or you like classic literature. Like Oran. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> classic, sure, yeah. Not as good as JoJo, but classic. Oh, hush. <laughs> hush, hush, sweet Jonathan. No, right. no, no Jimmy's now. Yeah, and we're prepping a Christmas celebration on our way, so <laughs> stay tuned. Pretty huge Christmas celebration. Yeah. Our second, our third, I don't know. I can't read my own notes, but it, it's it, going to be big. It might surpass the psychosis of the last two oh months gosh, that we've yeah. uh, <laughs> Well, no, I don't think anything's going to surpass the, the, the dream that was the second episode. The Clowns Various? Was that was That, that was Clowns Various. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Or was that Clowns Various? <laughs> I don't remember. I'll have to go well, back and listen. We no, mentioned it, it one to, time, yeah. Whichever one Clowns Various was had Ethel Merman with a gun. That was last year, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. that's that. Yeah. Um, and that's the name. <laughs> so that's why they're named that. <laughs> uh, but Dan, where, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, where I intend to uh, post some artwork. Um, and again, as Jonathan said, follow Anime Was Not a Mistake on Facebook and wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. We sincerely appreciate it. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and a tease for the penultimate episodes of Oron coming at you. Mm-hmm. We got five more episodes. We're going to see Honey Has Siblings. Okay. We're going to hear from the Lobelia girls again. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get a Mori episode that's kind of uh, overshadowed by the Yakuza. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm why not? In, I'm always interested to see them, them yeah. show up. So yeah, you <laughs> have my attention. It's a very zany batch of episodes as we continue with Oran High School Host Club Academy. Of course, I won't be panini pressed. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, no, we you won't be panini pressed to listen. We oh, hope. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, that's why you're here, Dan. <laughs> Got a script doctor. Yeah. Bonjourno. <laughs> Arriva Dursi. <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go halfies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Sayonara.